Down and distance. Down and distance. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. You know, obviously, you know, you can see why he was picked in the draft where he was picked. Your team needs you tonight. You're the colonel. You're going to command your troops tonight. You understand? Yes. Twins right, 48-0 read. Let's go. Trubisky rolls and throws. Touchdown! It's the future! What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Down in Distance. Another week, another chapter. WGNRadio.com exclusively. My man Ernie Skatton sitting next to me. Shy Voice Man on Twitter. Check him out. Doesn't tweet that much, but it's okay. I almost did it. I almost tweeted the other day. Like, I was been... right there. But it's so much easier to go to Facebook. Oh, my. You're, that's the, you're showing your age with this whole Facebook thing. Book I'm at, face. I'm at Peyton Sun, P A Y T O N. S-U-N on Twitter. I think I Follow just got to connect them together. Yeah, and that, way to. I, that way I can just do it all. You got to figure it out. Listen, we're about to break down and talk about, I guess, the quarterback controversy that John Fox and the Bears say there's not one, but huge. I think when you talk to most of the fans out there, especially on Twitter, that I have had conversations with after last Thursday's game, there is a controversy because of what people saw, and rightfully so. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is a guy that has shown in one game that he he has a little bit of what it takes. I'm not saying that he's truly there yet to maybe be the guy, but I think for the future, uh, I think we're going to see him progress. He's going to have some some rough times, Ernie, but I, I really do think that Bears fans should really have some hope now with the future and have you know look to the future and say, listen, we actually might have something here with this young man, and I think. It's hard not to. It's hard not to sit there and smile after watching his performance. 18 for 25, 166 yards. Nice little touchdown there. 10 for 10. And I think the two-minute drill. Yeah, coming out in that two-minute drill. two-minute drill beautifully. And and this is the thing that I have kind of an issue with people. And and listen, I get it. Fans out there, you can be skeptical and say it's only one game and he was going up against inferior talent. When you look at second and third string guys, but I think you have to kind of throw that out the window and really look at it for what it is and look at it that this guy actually has the traits that you want. Stop looking at the competition and look at the traits that the man has. And I think you can look forward to the future and say, man, we might have something here because let's go let's go right into it, Ern. I, I remember my first preseason experience when I got to the Tennessee Titans. I remember walking out in those lights, and I played in big games. I played at Penn State 100,000. I played in Tennessee, you know, in, in Knoxville, you know what I mean, Rocky Top, where they were going crazy. I've I've, I've been in big-time games, man, and it was just a little different feel when you're playing in the National Football League, and you get there and you see guys that you watched on TV and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm actually getting a chance to go up against this guy. You're in awe, guy. right? Yeah. You're, you're, your mouth kind of drops open a little? It, it, yeah, because you, you, you're, you've dreamed about this moment. And for me, I grew up a soccer player, so it was either like for a long period of time I thought I was going to go professional in soccer, but it switched and I ended up going professional in football. And it, 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 it was like this was also one of my dreams. And you get there and you get caught up in the moment. I saw Trubisky not get caught up in the moment. He stayed in the moment. With everything that's on his shoulders. There was so much on his shoulders riding on this moment. Everybody watching him where for years, the last couple of years, we've been watching just the first string. And then after that, we turn off the TV because we don't care about 
the second string and third string. We just wanted to see what Jay Cutler was going to do in a short period of time. Now people are sticking around and watching later in the game because they want to see what this young man could do because this dude is the future. I'll say this. I, you know how much I play poker. I went at halftime to my buddy's house to play poker. I ended up staying upstairs to watch the whole second half, and they're all laughing at me, and I'm telling them, listen, Bears fans, go buy your number 10 jerseys. Get ready. We got one. It, it, it was the little things. Here, my favorite play wasn't even the touchdowns. It wasn't all that. It was the third and 17 with him rolling out a little bit to the right. The bullet that he threw in between three defenders with one on his backside that was absolutely perfect. And he, Deion, he caught, it caught him. It caught him. That was an Aaron Rodgers-esque throw. That was a perfect Tom Brady-type throw where they just rolled up, bing, bing, bang. And it was no longer do you like, oh, third and 17, we throw at 12 and hope the guy runs for four or five. No, this man put on the money. And his rollouts, he is so much more athletic than I thought. The, the ability to roll out and then take off, and the guy's not, like, he took off a couple times. What was it, 36 yards on, on three or four carries, I believe it was? It, it, Bears fans, get ready. He's coming. I mean, we actually, we have a guy that has the ability to play quarterback in the NFL. So... The experience is, it's it's starting right now, but but you do have to look at kind of how things are moving. And I think the one thing that I truly truly love the most has to be his footwork. I mean, his footwork has gotten better. He still resorts back to his old footwork at times, and he talked about that in practice. That this was something that he was going to have to be able to fix, and that it's a learning process because. This guy spent a lot of time in the shotgun when he was at UNC, and I get it. I totally understand. But he's got to really understand also that he has to be able to block all that out, throw all that out, and learn this new system. I mean, we're we're looking at him, Glennon, and even Sanchez learning a new system, and especially for the rookie coming in learning the system, he was given a game plan, and he executed the game plan. perfectly. And to see him do that, it showed me. And this kid, he's he's got something, man. And I've said this from the beginning. I'm not just saying this now because this kid had a good first preseason game. I've been saying this from the jump. I've been saying this from the get-go because everybody wanted to cr- kind of criticize what Ryan Pace was doing. And we're going to talk about Ryan Pace in a little bit. They wanted to criticize him for going up and getting this guy. Why are you going up to get this guy? Only 13 starts. I don't understand why. Like, this is what, – what are you doing? You're Draft picks. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why is because most people that had a problem with this Trubisky, you know, selection second overall are people that just saw highlights of this young man, like on ESPN or something like that. They didn't break down the film. They didn't break down the film and watch every single pass. I'm tired of people that are making uh, judgment when they don't even go that deep into it. I dug deep into this young man. I watched every single snap three times last season that he had at UNC. Three times. Because I wanted to sit there and watch and see what Ryan Pace and his organization saw in this young man before I made any type of assumption on anything or a decision on anything about what this young man could be. And we saw flashes Watching the film, things jumped out to you. The way that he keeps his eyes down the football yeah. field and his always accuracy. keeps he always keeps his eyes down the field. I talk about his eye discipline in my Peyton Presser. Keeps down field, his footwork running out, and the way that he throws on the run is one of the things that makes him so money. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's, it's a flick of the wrist. Yeah, it's you know I asked I th- I believe it was last week and I asked who do you compare him to? 
I'm comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. He is the ex- almost the exact same type of quarterback. Oh, man. He, he can he God. can throw on the run. God, please. He gets out. He, he is so athletic. Hold on. Real I, quick. Real quick. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. I'm asking you this. <laughs> As a Bears fan for <laughs> all my life. <laughs> I'm talking about from the 34 days. <laughs> Preach, brother. <laughs> I'm talking about this needs to be sweetness for me, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to put hands on number 10, Lord. Uh, We need a quarterback. We've been starving here in Chicago, Lord. We need everything that we're talking about from footwork to eye discipline to keeping them safe. Please, Lord, let this be the one. I'm talking about from the punky QB, known as McMahon. McMahon. But Trubisky's on the field, and he got the plan. Trubisky. That's what we need. That's what I'm talking about. It's coming. It's here. I I think it's here. I I mean, I. Boy, I just felt the Holy Ghost. I'm I'm sweating He ran through me. I'm 47 in two weeks, and I've never seen what I saw in that one game. You, you and, and I remember Bob Avellini. I, I, I'm going back, and I have, let's let's put it out there. Vince Evans, knowing you for as long as I have, and is and I love the fact when I put on a video of my dad, oh. like right, I put a video on my dad only that I never saw live. I'm only watching it I saw in video. Every one you, of those games, and you saw those games live. Live. Like, I'm talking about being <laughs> in front of the TV religiously to watch games. Every and for Sunday. you to say that about this young man. It should only give people hope for what happens in the future, man. I'm telling you, I was getting, I was, and and this sounds weird, and I don't want to sound like, but I honestly was getting chills watching the way he was carving. He didn't get touched. He didn't get touched. He didn't get, and I get that it's a second, third defense. He did not get touched. The man, hey, the boy's fast. And here's, he got touched once. Here's one thing: the boy's quick. He sat in that pocket. And he saw the heat coming. He waited. He waited. He man. delivered. Took a shot. First down. The man. It, I'm All going right, to get so, the so that's the question that we ask the people out there. So what are you doing, Ernie? Are you starting in Week One versus the Falcons? Are you sitting in for the 2017 season like the plan was by Ryan Pace? Now listen. Don't that be plan's PC, out listen, the window. That don't plan's be out PC, the window. man. Just, All right, don't just, be PC. Don't, let's just go with what you feel. Like it, it, there, there's no, there's nothing. There's no wrong answer. I start him. I mean, they did it with. I mean, Troy Aikman started. I, Peyton Manning started. Andrew Luck started. started. And all three of those guys will be Hall of Fame. If I mean, will are going to be Hall of Fame quarterbacks. All right. I. It, I I I, uh, I think you got to start him. I'm going opposite of you. I say I I say don't start him. Week one, like that first month of the season is going to be brutal. I say you don't. I don't want to sit him for 2017. I would like to maybe see him start late in the season. I don't know if off the bat is is like necessary. Because for this season, I didn't have the high expectations like I've had the last couple of years for this ball club. But I, I do see them getting better. But it's going to be tough because your starting quarterback right now is Mike Glennon. And week two for he him against shook. Arizona, this is not going to be an easy task for him to be able to come out and perform better than he did against the Broncos. He needs to come out and show people why the Bears gave him that money? Because if not, and I'll t- I, I talk to a a person that I respect highly, highly in the NFL, coached in the NFL for a long period of time, 
an offensive line coach who is I mean it's it's he's got credentials. He's legit. He is legit. I talked to him after the game on Thursday night. And the first thing that he said to me after saying, "Hello, how you doing? How's the family doing?" He goes, "You're not going to win with Mike Glennon." <laughs> That's win what he said. Glennon. You are not going to win with Glennon. And I was like, no wins for I said, Glennon. I said, sir, why? It's just not going to happen, man. He said, boy holds on to the ball way too long. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And he's like, he just, he, it's it's not that it factor. And, 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 and I have no problem with the guy. I met him once. He, he's, he's a really, really nice guy. Really and long guess what? neck. And guess what? Has had really good camps. Like in these camp practices, he's he's done very very well. And so the way that it came out on that Thursday night, I thought it was going to be Glennon that was going to shine, Trubisky that was going to have a little bit of an issue, and it flip flopped. And if you went to practice and watch practice, man, Mitchell had some issues, man. And, he, and we, it was right. documented. I remember you telling from me the that. snaps. He just, it just didn't look clean. But when the lights came on, he was right. Dude, hey, when here, the lights are bright, thing. dude, the, the boy is a gamer. Here's man. one thing that I saw. I believe he's getting that locker room on his side. I believe he's getting players on his side. Well, because I can't remember who it was, and I, 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 I'm remiss for I, not knowing this off the top of my head, but there was a player that was interviewed and said, boy, that boy can throw. They did. You can see it coming. You can see people twisting to his side. I know, but that right there, the Bears in that locker room, I mean, I've seen it. I've lived that life of, you know, quarterback. So what? It, let me ask you, it what happens? What does it split? Is it going to yeah, split it, that locker room I mean, completely down I mean, the middle? I mean, I, I mean, some people. It all depends, though. I mean, it comes down to this: Glennon's just got to play well. If he plays well, guys aren't going to be. They'll be like, "Yo, it's cool, man." Right. Everybody just wants the best players on the football play, on the right. football field. But to you be guys, there. as players, you can see who's the well, even even yeah, yeah, though yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah, though yeah, Trubisky yeah. is a rookie yeah. as a player if as a baller, you can see oh, yeah. who's better. Oh yeah. So how? I don't know how a coach, how a team can look the players, the 11 on each side, and say, yeah, we're going to run with this guy. Yeah. As a player, I'm going to give 150% for the person I know that's going to go, you run you run some bum out there for me? All of a sudden, I think you're not trying as hard as I need to try, so I'm not going to try as hard. Yeah, I It mean, brings it, everyone down. It could. I mean, I've seen it happen before in locker rooms where, you know, certain guys want one guy. I mean, it happened to me in Miami. When we had Brock Berlin and Derek Crudup, and both guys, it, it kind of split down the middle because you you're friends with both guys, right. but then you have to start taking sides if one guy's not playing well, and then it's, it just it wasn't good chemistry for the entire season. We lost three games. We should have went to back to back to back national championships, and we didn't because of a little friction here and there. Quarterbacks not playing well. One guy has got this. These guys on his side. The other guys got these guys right, on that's, that that's side. That's all bad. That's but but, all bad. but the one thing that's different though in this situation is that we know Trubisky is the future. They drafted him second overall. He's the future. Why so, can't so, the future be now? I, I, I'm with you. Why can't the future be now? Is you know what? That's the title of the podcast today. It's the, that's the title. Why can't the future? Why be now? can't the future be now? I I mean, it's, it's gonna the be future. It's gonna future. be tough. Future. But I do want to give Ryan Pace uh, you, some Ryan, credit, man. Listen, Ryan Pace. Listen to me. And this man, everyone that he's picking is working. I'm telling you, working. 
I told you guys in pace we trust. Yeah, I, I'm with People you. were going, what is going on? You look even let's just go back. I'll tell you this from watching camp and being at camp, the one thing that's jumped out to me is that last year's first round pick for the Bears is the best player on the Bears defense right now. Yeah. Oh. Leonard Floyd is the best defensive player on this team right now. And quote me on this. He is going to have a monster season. Absolutely. Monster. And, and and at first I was saying maybe it wouldn't happen without Pernell McPhee. Listen, the likelihood of Pernell McPhee starting the season is very slim. The likelihood of hear. him contributing. I mean, mightily. he's gonna be he's gonna be on pup, so that means right. probably ended up on pup, and he's not gonna he's gonna miss the first seven games. So we t- he always talk about the chemistry between the two at the end of the last season, the last five games, how productive Pernell McPhee and Leonard Floyd were at the stretch end of the season. Well, now Leonard Floyd is put on the weight, not lost that first step, quick he's, off the ball, and he's using his and, hands, and his hands are so much better. He is going to be play. in the back, going up and sacking quarterbacks. I mean, this is, I'm talking about double-digit sacks for this now, young man. The way he pushed him, got him up, and then just uh, swung. Uh, I mean, his hands. Was, uh, I guess gone. the only thing that you have to worry about, Bears fans, is the concussions. Can he keep his head up? Can he get fundamentally better when you talk about technique, which we saw, we just talked about, and we said has gotten better. But can he stay on the football field? Because if he does, I mean, that right there is looking like it, he's got superstar skills in him, like, you know, here's like the superstar thing, skills. Watching the game last week, the defense is not far. Dude, I said this, They're man. They're not far the front, away. Dude, the front seven. Yeah. Dude, nah, this Bears defense can be legit. That front seven is no joke. Yeah, I think they could be a top 10 to top 8 defense if and, and, they put it, it together. They, the, where they're getting hurt is their, is their I believe, is their quarterbacks. I, well, yeah, you, I mean, you, you well, I, God, we, I think we have, to, we have to kind of wait and see how it all kind of plays itself out. Yeah, but if you can get pushed and get to the quarterback with your front seven, then it kind of it helps, your it, it, it it helps, helps, your it helps everybody on the Jackson's back end. Monster. So if we can make sure that that's going to happen, right. then I think we'll, we'll be in a great situation. Your, your corners and safeties but will get better because, because of that. Because, yeah, they don't have to stay man on all the time, and they're not on an island. They can go. It's less time. If you're getting to the quarterback and sacking right. the quarterback or putting right, pressure right, on the quarterback, right. that means the, they're throwing the ball up a little bit. Uh, another star uh, that I think is is in the making, and he's got it in his DNA because of where he went to school. I think Eddie Jackson is going right. to be a I just stud. Said it. He's a monster. He's going to be a stud. That dude came up a couple times like like a like a missile. But he also <laughs> and his, he's a ball hawk. Yeah, he's just his, a sick his ball ability hawk. to be able to str- cross fields. Is he in, is he Mike Brown esque? I, I think he's a little I, bit I don't better think, of listen, an athlete just, than Mike Brown. He's a better athlete than Mike Brown, and he's not as big as a hitter as Mike Brown. But he I, I, I don't I don't need, so I don't want him to Mike be. Brown's a bad. I don't want him to Mike be a big hitter. Yeah, because Dempsey is going to be the guy that's I think that you'll see most of the time right. coming up and trying to be able to help stop the run if you need to put another man up there. But you need him. We haven't seen a guy to be able to be as versatile and get from sidelines to sidelines from the middle of the field since Mike Ed Reed. Uh, Ed was still a bigger hitter, but yeah. I loved Ed Reed's ball hawk and his and, and his ability to come up the way he did. Oh, is, is he Ed Reedish? At, uh, yeah, I think he's he's like a. He's like a hybrid between a bunch of guys, you know. Yeah. I mean, just just imagine if he doesn't hurt himself with a Briggs leg. I, I, I he's a he's a oh number, yeah oh he's a he's a first, he's rounder. A first rounder. I mean, so we get in the fourth round, a first rounder because he got injured a little. I love it. But, I 
I can't believe he lasted that long. So I'm just I'm just going off jump of saying that he uh, where the Bears got him and the value. I mean, it, it's it's unreal. That could be the best uh, pick keep, of the let's draft. Let's keep going. Hold up. Let's just keep going. Okay, so these are all draft picks in the last two seasons. Mm. Um, I think we're always missing uh, Cody Whitehair, who's going to start at center, who was phenomenal last year. Now, you year. see, here's my thing is I don't watch the line as, as much as you will. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I see that he played all last year. But what makes him – what made him so good? You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess – Pro football focus. That's all you need to do. Just go pro football focus and look at his his numbers and how they graded him out. Like, he – for a rookie, for a guy that wasn't supposed to play center until Hironis Grasso got injured – in the uh, the pre- the scrimmage game at Soldier Field, right. I mean, they threw this dude in and he didn't miss a beat. And I think that's where the offensive line is changing now in the NFL. And I just I think it, we're starting to see it in college more as well. They're more athletic. We're, we're, they're athletic, and they don't just they're not cemented to one right. spot. You're where not it's a like, center. oh, you're a center, you're a right guard. Nah, guys are versatile enough. Where you saw Cody play left tackle. You know, in college, and then he 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 also can move in. I mean, it's it's well. I was going to ask two two things right here, and I'm not going to double barrel you, but real quick, why not put him at left tackle? Because if you can get Hironis Grasso to play a decent enough center, why not put him at left tackle? I just don't think he's. Then you could put then you could put Charles Lund at right tackle where he should be. I don't think he's a left tackle. I I know, but the Bears. I, I know, I know, man. But I keep saying this over and over. Earn the Bears. They love that dude for some reason. I don't. I, listen, not terrible, but he's this not is, terrible. This is this is a big year for him. He's got to step up his game. I just don't think, I, I just don't think Rasu is a guy that he's. I, he, to me, from what I've seen, especially watching him in college and the offense that he came from, he's not a mauler. He's more no. of like a finesse, like fast, like because that offense that he was at at Oregon was right, like they moved, they was moved, a hundred you know plays I mean? in five minutes. Yeah, they Dude, were I need a I need a dog at center. Like the, the center has to be a straight dog, yeah, and only recruits a straight dog, right? That will fight, undersized, that but will, will get that out will, there and chew your leg off. Yeah, he will chew your all leg off. Game. Let me ask you one more question. Do you, you say how uh, offensive linemen are getting more athletic? Will you ever see a time? When a guy may come in the huddle and say, yo, I'm going to snap this one. You play right guard because I think you'll be able to take no. You'll never see any switches no. like that. You know no. how, like, in basketball, yeah, 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 you yeah, may yeah, see yeah, a center yeah, drop yeah, down. Like, and you'll or, never, you'll never, just to no. mess up a defense? No. What if you have your left guard and right tackle and they both can switch like that? Why not? I, I, I just think that. Would that, I, mess, up, never, would that mess up a defense enough? No, I don't no? think so. No, because everything kind of will stay the then same. Then it it wouldn't matter, but I, I was – I would think about that. that would I would kinda, love to see that. That would kind of throw me off. A it little would, bit. right? If no, I mean, could... no, as an offensive player, not oh, defensive. Oh, guy. Oh, oh, okay. As an offensive player, I'd be like, all right, what are we doing here? But you, I think you just got to go with the plan. It is what it is. Those guys are interchangeable. They probably could do that if they had to. I've just never seen it happen before. But I think it would be great one time to come out and, and, and the two guards switch and be like, dude, dude. Well, it, it, it might change a little bit. I don't know. I mean, if they haven't seen that before, but I mean, you're still, whatever you're running, yeah. Whether it's a, pl- a run play, you're still play running what or, you're running. Yeah. And defense is still running what they're running. I mean, it depends. Though, if you're pulling though, and you're trying to pull a certain way, like you want to, you know, you never know what could happen. Like Kyle could be out there, and he's supposed to pull to on, on a run play to the right, and let's say something's hurting him, maybe him and sit and switch, and he's like, dude, I just can't pull right now. I've never seen that before, but, I mean, it's it's possible. Dude, I, I think our offensive line is is very they, close as well. But they have to be well, – they they got to be healthy. And, oh, and, yeah. and also, oh, absolutely. So, so that's where we lead to. And, you know, listening to earlier this week uh, Kyle Long speak about the stuff that's going on in Charlottesville, and he's from there. 
and to hear him talk and speak out, you know, I've seen a lot of reaction from certain people on social media who were, you know, excited and happy that he spoke out about his hometown. And I've saw people that were like trolls on Twitter and all the other places that you have the trolls who are like, stop talking about this issue. Just stick to what you do and what you know. And we we live in an age now where social media gives us an opportunity to be able to voice our opinions on stuff that it's going on, not just in sports, but also in the world. And as long as you are not bringing down people or you are not spewing hate, I open it up for people to be able to have their conversation and, and get it out there because I want to be heard as well. Uh, but when it comes to hate and violence, that's where I have the issue. And listening to a guy, and this is where he comes from, this is where he's from, and he's lived there his, you know, his life, I know it hit him deep in his heart. And going through this week was a little trying for him. Ending training camp portion at Bourbonnet and the last, yeah, the I think the last practice at Bourbonnet when Kyle got into those scuffles, the two scuffles. I was there for the first one with Grasso that was in uh, the huddle. I was close to that one. Then I stayed I over to watch. He got into it with Grasso, his it, teammate. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know it was Grasso. I know yeah. about the other one. Yeah. That the other one. Yeah. So the other this one. Is college I, teammate. I did. I did not see. I did not see the second one. But from what I heard. He, he got beat on a play, and then it got all upset. I think it was a lot of emotions building up in him, but I also believe in my heart that Ernie, he just he he hasn't affected. played. He's, he's affected by what's been going on in his hometown, and he's, he also, and he's also, I think, frustrated with coming back from these injuries. I mean, the, the ankle injury that he suffered last season was crazy. And now back surgery, all that stuff, and then his shoulders. He never had surgery on the shoulder. Yeah, let me ask you this: this is, this is you're, he's coming into the season with these injuries, and he is a big part of the success of this Bears offensive line and how well they they do in 2017. And I think it's frustrating him because I think he knows that. I think he knows pressure is on him to be as close to 100 percent as possible. And we know during a season you're not going to be 100 percent. But coming into a season, you hope that you're close to 100%. I just don't think he's there. I Do we start worrying about the overall length that Kyle Long is going to be a bear with all these injuries? Do we start worrying that this guy – I mean, at some point, your body, gives, your body is done. Like, it just – and, of course, it's going to be worse for a football player, for any athlete. Are we not worried about him? Now you just named three injuries that, for any normal person, is going to not get hor- a horrific ankle injury, shoulder surgery, bad back. He's an offensive lineman. He's you're tasked to hold up 350 pounds with another 150 on each shoulder. Well, you know what I mean? Like you've got a bad ankle, bad back, and bad shoulder. All three of those are not conducive to being a good offensive lineman. Yeah. When do we start worrying? Uh, I mean, in, anytime that you, it's kind of like a. When you go to buy a new car and you drive it off the lot and you see that, you know, how the, the, it instantly goes, it, the, the value goes down. I mean, it's, it's, that's the life of a football player. I mean, it's, you start getting these injuries, these little nicks here and there, and, you know, people start checking the, the car facts. We, we can't afford him. We can't afford not to have him I, on that I, line. I, I told I mean, you. I mean, I, I think just said how good the line is coming along. It's going to be this. And I just, in my mind, I'm just assuming that he's going to be fine. I'm hoping. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm really. I'm I, and now listening to this, I'm wondering. I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be it's going to be tough. But he is a big part of that offensive line. But you know what? We talked about the quarterbacks, and I see a lot of people just in the thread here on Facebook just mentioning a lot of people really want to get Mitch in the game, and some people are like start you know play both of the guys. Uh, nah, I'm not. Like, listen, I'm not a fan of playing both. Listen, it, it's. It, this it kills me though to start thinking about it. We can talk about the quarterbacks. The wide receivers are a bigger issue. Like who, oh, yeah. who's going to catch the ball? Oh good. I God. mean, who is going to be the guys that catch the ball? We already know who the locks are, and we talked about it last week. And that is, you know, Kevin White and Cam Meredith. But you got to have somebody else to be able to step up as well. I think Victor Cruz is going to be one of those guys. He's shown so far that he's having a better understanding of this offense. He looks like he maybe came into camp a little out of shape and now has worked his way into shape. Um, he, he, he had a couple of drops. That... Yeah, but you know what? I mean, that, that's going to ha- Listen, man, you know, it's, it's going to happen. I just want his experience on it's the football field and also to these young receivers, I think, is so valuable that uh, you have to be able to keep him. It comes down to like some other guys. Tanner Gentry is showing that he could be oh, a viable option you like for him. the Bears. I like him. Yeah, I think he can he be. Was I just smooth. I just want to know with him, his biggest issue is special teams. Can he be a special teamer and play on special teams and show that he can, you know, contribute? contribute. Because he never he never did that at Wyoming. And so this is a new thing for him. And I get it. And understand. I thought everyone played special teams in college. No, no? not everybody. I mean, besides players. your quarterback, you and like, some guys. I mean, some guys play like maybe one year, and some guys play. That's all they do. But you're most guys. It's kind of here and there. It depends on what you're playing and your position. Like when you're a quarter, when you're a wide receiver, you know you could be on the edge on 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 punt. It's kind of it's the gunner. Yeah, you could be a gunner. It's. I just want to see him keep just. Progressing, keep getting better. There's nobody, there's nobody on this Bears roster that can go up and get a one-on-one ball or make that crazy catch better than he can right now. That I've seen in camp. I mean, he makes. He's been doing this. If you watch his Wyoming film, he's been doing this his his whole career. How tall is he? How big is he? He's not that tall. He's not that fast either. But he runs good routes, and I think he's going can only get better. And I'm I'm throwing all the stuff out the window about not being drafted, this and that, man. Throw all oh, that's that. Gone. Be, please stop talking about where people are drafted all the time, right. dude. It, it's about the eye test. You have to watch these guys and see if they can play. The same thing, like Adam Shaheen. He's still he's in practice. He's shown that he can be dummy. He still needs to work on his blocking. He wasn't asked to do that at Ashland a lot, he so he's got to work on his blocking. Game. But the kid's going to be a guy. He's a project guy. They're going to keep working with him. He's going to get better. He's going to get better. Tariq Cohen. Everybody talks oh. about him. What is he going to do? He's oh. just going to be one of these guys that's just going to make plays and plays for this Bears team. And the fact that you can put him anywhere, you can line him up at wide receiver. He'll make plays. I probably I want to see them start putting him in the slot a little more. He's going to be able to make plays against the line. Backer, a bigger size guy off the line. I love seeing that. And then running the football, the kid can do what he can do. I know nah. he's only 180 pounds. He hides but the kid back is there. Tough. He the hides kid back is there. tough. The kid is tough, man. He's tough. Yeah, no. I He I, comes I, from the SWAC conference. The MEAC is SWAC. <laughs> the MEAC is SWAC, man. The MEAC and SWAC. He comes from the MEAC and SWAC conferences where, you know, my dad came from the SWAC. Guys that come, they come, they come run, they run hard all the time, man. Stop talking about draft status. I want to see if you can play on the football field. And Ryan Pace, kudos to you 
for doing your scouting and picking up these guys because I really believe in the future of this football team. This year, if you can get six to seven wins, that's an improvement from last year. I don't know if that's enough. Is that enough to keep John Fox around? I don't know. Do you want to keep John Fox around? I, I just, I just don't. Article. I just don't want another turnaround. I don't want another regime. I'm tired. I'm tired well, here, of these coaches coming in and out. I need, I need some stability. consistency, well, some stability. What if, what if this happens? Uh, I saw it wasn't Twitter, maybe a Facebook. I don't know where it was, but the next team that Sean Payton will coach. Well, I've said I've threw out the I threw out the Sean Payton. You know, dude, I don't it makes know, so much rumors. sense. It makes more sense than than yeah, because that's pace is God, man. He's he, and he, you know he, his time's done in New Orleans. I would love that, dude. If you tell me that Sean Payton, my cousin, is coming to Chicago, he's coming. I I, I oh, fully believe John Fox will be gone after this year, and Sean Payton will be here next year. Ooh, I fully believe that. Well, I, it, it just the, all arrows point to that. Everything Pace never wanted John Fox. No, that wasn't his guy. That he was, wanted Gase. Those were the everybody above him. Wanted, right. Wanted so he Fox. was forced to take his first. His first. That's his only. In my eyes, one of his only bad moves was, you know, acquiescing and saying, "Fine, I'll take John Fox for you." Yeah, but he can't. He couldn't do anything. He had to do that. He right. was coming. Just, he was coming into the situation. Yeah, but if he if he really puts his no, foot down, no, no, you don't think it happens. No, you don't put your foot down to the dude who's paying the bills. That's not happening. That sucks. Yeah, you think about it, that man. Sucks. That sucks. Because you hired Gase, that came, we're in a better that came Ahead, uh, over yeah, his head. I remember when you had Ernie Corsi and they had uh, the whole thing and they went looking for a car. I'm just that. talking, you know, I'm just talking about That being said, Sean Payton is coming here. Where else, I mean, Sean, Pace is his guy. It's a, it's a new, it's a team, a young team on the up, on the come. And you got a quarterback too, a young quarterback. A young quarterback. Like, you have a young quarterback, a young perfect. running back. Everyone is young. We're one of the youngest teams, and we are the charter franchise. No matter what, I don't care. We're still the Chicago Bears. We've been on some bad times. We are still the Chicago Bears. Yes. Why true. would Peyton not want? And in Eastern Illinois, everything it's got points. Ties. It's got the ties. Everything points yeah. to Sean Peyton coming here. Well, man, it's been fun. So much stuff, Mitchell. We, we'll talk about. Game two, yeah, versus Arizona. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, we're gonna watch that one, and we'll all break I, you it know, down. I don't, I don't want to see Sanchez. I don't want to see Sanchez. I do. I don't. I, do. I know what Sanchez can do. He's a decent quarterback. He's a great uh, backup quarterback. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm good. I'm good. I don't. He doesn't need the reps. I'll tell I don't you need this. You. I'll go out on a limb right now and say this, and I've been saying this, and people thought I was crazy. Man, I had to sit. I had to check people on my own TV show on Sports Feed right now. From watching at camp, Mark Sanchez might be the guy that would get the start before Mike Glenn. Well, Glennon, can I'm we just, trade him? Can I'm, we just, trade? I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. You know those forget ice bags that you fumble, twist? Forget the butt fumble and all that other stuff. Forget it. Lisa, he's got experience. I, I just want to trade. First of Listen. All, hold up. Hold up. We're talking about a dude. We're talking about a dude, and no disrespect, he hasn't started in two years. Yeah, two we, years. We, and he's got a 19-inch neck. What? You're, neck see, you're attacking how he looks. I'm not attacking how he looks. And he's balding at 27 or 28 or I'm whatever. not attacking how he looks. You're attacking how he looks. I'm talking about just the football skills. He looks He hasn't shook. started in two years. He looks shook. I'm telling you. How he, is this dude shook. supposed to... The Falcons? 
Tampa, the Steelers, Green Bay. You know how good those defenses are there you're going up against in the first month of the season? And you want a guy that hasn't started in two years to get you there? Okay. All right. So you say Sanchez. I mean, I feel more comfortable. And if you're telling me that you don't feel comfortable and you're listening to this right now, did you not watch Thursday night? And I know it was only a sample size, but, dude, Glennon looks shook, man. He, he, looked, did. He, he, looked, he did not look good at all. He just, just looked shook. Like, the pressure got to him. I don't, As a quarterback, I don't want the pressure to get you, to you, man. You're supposed to be cool, calm, ice in your veins. Look like the, the pressure of all this stuff combining from – the Bears taking you, coming and getting you in free agency. Then to them, you being at Soldier Field on draft night, shaking hands, and you hear the Bears move up to get a quarterback <laughs> with the second overall pick, and you sitting there like, about, yeah, you going up to get some finger food, and you're like, honey, what did they say? And he probably, you know, looking at Glennon, he probably did go like in the other room and cry. I mean. <laughs> You're attacking him and how he looks. I thought I had my chance. I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's Ernie Scatton, that shot voice man. He's the one doing that. I'm talking about straight football facts. I will never I was attack be a man's character or how he looks. Not doing that. This it's is the guy. so unfair. I can't wait to see how this thing all plays out, man. It's this is this is what I'm talking about. You can forget about all the please, coach, start me the daytime dramas. What is it called? Well, uh, taking my ball. General Hospital. Home. Man, this is better than any reality one TV. One life to live. Who? Yeah. Glennie, you have one life to live, bro. Hey, he's barely there. You need, you need to, this this second out, and you better show people. I mean, yeah, or, so here's or, the thing. Or, or it's gonna, what if he does totally go down his pants leg in the second game? Do you start Sanchez in, uh, in the big one in game three? No, I feel like they're still going to give Sanchez. No matter gonna, what. No matter still, what. They're Glennon still going to get Glennon. Yeah. You're still going to give Glennon the chance. They have to. That's, they're, they're sticking by the book. And I'm I cool. Think, I think Listen, Glennon, if, they, if they decide to do that, that's okay with me. Yeah, of course. I told is. you, I'm not buying stock. I, I think this team is going to be better than they were last season. But I'm not putting a bunch of stock on this Mike team Glennon. this year. I, I, I they, remember, they just need to progress and get better because the future is what I'm looking forward to. You remember those neck things that like the defensive players I'm used sto- to wear? Stop. You stop. <laughs> like, stop Glenn, attacking Glennon this dude and how he looks. <laughs> Glennon needs to wear Stop. I'm not. You know what? This podcast is over, man. <laughs> For Ernie Scatton, that shy voice man on Twitter, I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. It's WGNRadio.com exclusively here. Check out all the other podcasts at D-A-D Pod on Twitter. For Ernie Scatton, we are always here. He's making fun of people. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not. I'm just observing. <laughs> we were here, now we're gone. Peace.